Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting a like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. But let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from Just Being Honest 4, who says, Am I the asshole for telling my sister-in-law that no one in our family is named Stephanie? I can't figure out if I did anything wrong, or if so, what, because honestly, I have no idea what's going on. Hopefully someone here can give me a clue. Here's the relevant info as far as I know. My brother and his wife are expecting their first girl after two boys. I love Ricky and Jace, and so does my sister-in-law, but she has always wanted a girl and is very excited to be having one. She also wants to name the girl Chloe, as she loves that name. My brother hates the name Chloe and really wants to name their daughter Stephanie. They have been arguing about it for weeks since finding out the gender. I got to my parents' house late last night and my sister-in-law was the only person still awake. We talked for a little bit and she asked me the weirdest question. She asked me if I knew any stories about great aunt Stephanie. I was so confused, I literally said, who? Sister-in-law clarified that she was talking about our grandmother's older sister that died when grandma was a little girl. Our grandma had two sisters, but their names were Judy and Lynn. There's no one in our family named Stephanie, as far as I know. I told as much to my sister-in-law. She changed the subject after that and we soon went to bed. This morning, my brother and his wife were both sulking during breakfast. Even the kids could tell. Ricky kept saying, stop being grumpy on Christmas, so it wasn't just my imagination. I got my brother alone and confronted him. He snapped at me for meddling and told me to stay out of his marriage. My brother is pissed at me and my sister-in-law won't even talk to me. I'm afraid to say anything to my parents and drag them into this, especially since I still don't even know what this is. Either my grandmother had a secret sister that I don't know about, but my brother does for some reason, or my brother lied to his wife to convince her to name their baby Stephanie. Both options seem equally weird to me. Maybe there's a third possibility I'm not seeing. Reddit, am I the arsehole? If so, please explain to me why. I don't want to be the reason Christmas is ruined. Now, I can't think what the missing info is in this situation. Why is he lying about it? But expecting you to go along with possible lies at the same time seems ridiculous to me. It's one of the situations where you simply told the truth that as far as you're aware, there is no Stephanie in your family. And if there is, how come you don't know about her? So that would make you curious. You're absolutely not the asshole to me in this situation at all, but I'm going to be very curious what's going on behind this. And hopefully we're going to find out in the update but first, we're going to head to some comments to see what they say. YYC Software Dev says, not the arsehole. You cannot be expected to maintain lies you are not aware of. Even if you view maintaining convenient lies as one of your duties in the first place. 
Way too many of these questions are because some relative refused to lie to another relative or just didn't know that a lie exists. Old lady says not the asshole your brother lied to get his wife to name the baby Stephanie. Opie replies saying it does seem like that but that's completely out of character for him. I'm seriously questioning if my grandma had a secret sister. She and my brother were close. Maybe she told him but why wouldn't he tell me? It just doesn't make sense. Nemesis says, not the asshole. how can you be expected to keep track of other people's fibs that you know nothing about? And are these the only two names these people know? They both clearly like the E ending, so what about, and then lists a whole bunch of names that I'll let you read through. Half of them I probably won't pronounce correctly, so. <laughs> OP responds here, my brother thinks Stephanie is the perfect name and hates any suggestion that isn't that. He picked Ricky's and Jace's names, so my sister-in-law feels it's her turn and I'm somewhat inclined to agree, even though it isn't my place to say so, to pick, and my brother should accept what she likes. Alv says, not the arsehole, it's very weird that your sister-in-law is not talking to you. It does sound like your brother was lying to try and get his preferred name, but you only answered a direct question that was asked of you. Does your brother generally treat your sister-in-law well, or does he seem to be the type that could be abusive? That would be a possible reason I see for sister-in-law to stop talking to you over this. Opie responds saying, my brother adores his wife. They're kind of joking around and doing fun things together either as a couple or with the kids. The weird sulking, not fight, is the most contentious I've ever seen their relationship. Avoiding the crap replies to that and says, rip the band-aid off with your parents around. Ask your parents who Aunt Stephanie is with his wife there. It will put the issue to bed. Names are two, yes, one, no. He doesn't like Chloe's, she doesn't like Stephanie. Both those names should be off the table. In a sea of tens of thousands of names, I'm sure they can come up with one they can agree on. Opie responded saying, I already asked my parents after another comment suggested it. They said there's no Stephanie, so I guess my brother lied. I just can't figure out why. It is completely out of character for him, and it's not like he's always been passionate about a naming a daughter Stephanie. Before they found out the gender, he never mentioned a girl name, but he already had a boy name he loved. Then they found out the gender and he was immediately gung-ho for Stephanie. And one more comment because this one really stood out from FKA Lag who says, These are all the names of former Robins, as in Batman and. Richard Grayson, Jason Todd, Tim Drake, Stephanie Brown and Damian Wayne. Edit in all fairness, it was Chandak562 who figured the Robin connection out. And then Opie responded saying, I'm going to confirm this on Wikipedia, but if you were right, I can't imagine why you would make that up. My brother is about to be in so much trouble. And then there were some other comments saying exactly the same thing, that your brother must be a comic book fan, etc, etc. So Opie then updates the post, which says, I told Mikey and his wife that I posted on Reddit. Mikey was confused that I figured out what he was doing because he knows I have no interest in comics. So I sent both of them the post. Mikey was really embarrassed when he had read what many of you said. Mikey is playful and loves his kids more than anything. Our family has always been one to tolerate small short-term white lies for the sake of harmless pranks. However, Mikey's lie wasn't small, short-term or harmless. He hurt his wife's feelings deeply. Mikey says, and sister-in-law confirmed, that he was never insistent about naming my oldest nephew Richard. There were other names he suggested, but she liked Richard, so they picked it. Mikey spends a lot of time with Ricky. He often takes him to job sites and lets Ricky pretend to be his assistant. He has this playful thing with Ricky that he's Mikey's sidekick and they are a team. 
It's sweet. Here endeth the sweetness. When my sister-in-law was pregnant again, Mikey wanted to replicate the Robin thing. He wanted to name his son after the next Robin, Jason. My sister-in-law wasn't a big fan of that name, but she also didn't have a name she loved. Mikey was very persistent about the name, so she decided it was fine. He never told her why he wanted that name, just said he really liked it. My sister-in-law said to him, and to me as well, she doesn't have a problem with the fact that he got the name from a comic book. She gets what the meaning is to him, even though she doesn't like comics, and she does think it's cute. Her issue is that he lied by omission. Even though she wouldn't have cared about the name, he lied just in case she might have, and if it had been something she wouldn't have approved of, she would want to have been able to say no. However, even this, she would have not been too mad about. The lie of omission became an active lie when he made up a family member to convince her of the name of the next Robin, Stephanie, when there was a girl named she loved, Chloe. That's not a small lie for a cute prank. Even though Mikey was defensive initially, after they had a private conversation this morning, he realized how wrong he was and apologized. My sister-in-law said he was very sincere and Mikey has never been good at faking sincerity. He feels very bad for taking advantage of her trust. He feels even worse that it involved their children. This whole thing has soured my sister-in-law on the name Chloe. Now it only reminds her of the fight and hurt. She wants to come up with a completely new name. Maybe one related to a hobby like Mallory or Rita. She's going to take some time to not think about it. Their marriage isn't in danger, but a wound is there. Now that Mikey has admitted fault, it can heal and it will with time. If you learn anything from Mikey, learn that everyone makes mistakes. If someone truly loves you, they can usually forgive you. However, to earn that forgiveness, you have to admit to what you did, not double down and try to trick your way out of it. And I get to this one, and it's one of the questions I ask quite a lot just recently. It's like, what is your end game in this one from the brother? You're gonna name it after, you know, this fake great aunt Stephanie. You've told your wife this backstory to try and get the name. Imagine she named the baby Stephanie. Someone along the line is gonna go, oh, how did you come up with that name? And she go, oh, it's great aunt Stephanie. And then someone's gonna say, who's great aunt Stephanie? And I think the more time that went on, the, the info wasn't found out about great aunt Stephanie, the worse it would have got. Like two, three years down the road, she reveals this story to a family member and they go, who's great aunt Stephanie? That's gonna cause a huge rift. I mean, it's probably already caused some trust issues between them. But I can just never get it into my head of how they cannot think that far ahead to think this is going to cause some real issues down the line if I do this lie. Oh dear, dear, dear. Anyway, what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Boy. A cheeky so-and-sos. And our next story comes from Am I the Arsehole Reddit account who says, Am I the Arsehole for telling my daughter she could learn something from my friend's daughter who got a job she didn't. I'm 49 male and my daughter is 22 female. I've changed the names in the post. My best friend, Tom's daughter, Kate, is an architecture major. She got accepted to a college in California and graduated with good results. My daughter, Anne, also went into architecture and she's doing well. Anne is generally a quieter person and she does tend to laze around a bit. Both Anne and Kate applied for a job at the same firm, which is co-owned by Tom's brother. She didn't end up getting the job, but Kate did and she was very upset. She's moved on and got offers from a couple of other places. We had a friend's Christmas a couple of days after actual Christmas where some of my college buddies and their families got together. The conversation turned to Tom and his wife and they were talking about Kate's new job. I saw Anne and Kate talking and we congratulated her. We all came back home and left her car at our place and went back to her apartment after. She started saying she has to work so hard to get what Kate gets handed to her. I said this is a competitive field and Anne should be more diligent. She blew up at me and my wife that we're egging Kate and Tom on and apparently Kate told Anne she could help her out. I eventually told Anne she needs to stop sulking over Kate. Yes, maybe Kate had an edge at the firm, but from what I've heard from Tom, she always works on herself and is getting better, and Anne could learn something. Well, Anne got pretty angry after that. Both me and my wife called her, but she didn't answer. I don't think what I said was wrong, but my younger daughter thinks otherwise and said I should post on here. And the first comment on this post says you're the arsehole. You have a successful child who is upset about blatant nepotism and you decided to use this opportunity as a reason to criticize her for being lazy and not diligent enough. Opaque replies that saying you're the arsehole. Also, maybe you could learn something from Tom. Why don't you have any brothers co-owning a business in the field your daughter wants to work in? If you look at all the sociological models of professional success, the social network of your parents is a bigger indicator of success than how much one applies themselves. Outside ad says you're the asshole. Jesus, just disown your daughter and adopt Kate already. You treated your daughter terribly. Parents are supposed to be cheerleaders, not the harshest critic. Kate has a blatant advantage courtesy of nepotism. For sure, your daughter's the one who didn't try hard enough and lazed about. Harry Dirt says you're the asshole. It's a firm owned by her uncle. Of course she got the job. The only lesson here is it doesn't matter how good you are at the job, success is achieved through family connections, which while often true is a terrible lesson. Of course, Tom thinks everything was impartial. He's her dad, but of course it wasn't. His niece just happened to be the best candidate for the firm. Come on. I'm sure there are things Anne could improve, but there's no lesson here except that life is unfair and niece matters more than a best friend's daughter. And if Kate is so great, how come she had to take a job at the family company? That's often a sign you couldn't make it on your own. You completely misinterpreted the situation and insulted your daughter for no reason. 
And one more comment from Cantaloupe Abel, who says you're the asshole. My mum also celebrated a friend's kids' wins more than mine and rubbed them in my face. I no longer speak to her. Obviously, your friend's daughter had a step up being family with the owner. To say that she worked harder is such an insult. Also, I imagine Kate and Anne are very similar, except that her dad praises her in public and you tell your daughter that she could learn from them. Look, this is what a supportive parent looks like. You could learn from that. Lol, what a weirdo. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from No Replacement 8458, who says, Am I the asshole for regifting my boyfriend's Christmas present, $1,300 laptop, to my sister? Ooh. I, 23 female, love my boyfriend, 24 male, and I've been dating him for about two years. He has always been really supportive, and our relationship is great. So when it came time for Christmas, I wanted to get him something really special. He has been complaining about his laptop for a while and has expressed the desire to upgrade to a newer model. I decided I would surprise him with a brand new laptop for Christmas. I wanted to get him the best laptop I could. So for weeks leading up to Christmas, when he'd complain about his laptop, I'd take these opportunities to casually ask him which laptop he liked, what he wanted in a new laptop, and so on. The main problem he had with his laptop was the speed, so I thought it would be fitting to get him the same model he had, MacBook Pro, just the latest version. Now, I'm not a tech person. I don't know the first thing about RAM, SSD, etc. I just assumed a $1,300 laptop would be more than enough for his needs. So I bought the laptop without doing any more research into it. Christmas day came and I gave my boyfriend the laptop. He was so excited until he saw the specs. When he saw the laptop had eight gigabytes of RAM, he was really, really disappointed because he couldn't get his work done on such a slow machine. He was adamant that he needed something with more RAM. This turned into a full-blown argument. I tried to explain to him that I had done my best and spent a lot of money on the laptop so he should appreciate it but he wasn't having it. He said he would rather return the laptop and get the one he wanted. At this point, I was really hurt and upset. I had gone out of my way to get him a really nice present and I felt like he didn't appreciate it at all. Yes, I could return it and get him the one he wanted, but I'd already spent a lot of money. The fact that he wasn't even willing to give it a chance made me really frustrated. So, long story short, I decided to re-gift the laptop to my sister, 19 female. She's a college student and I know she could really use a laptop like this. I know it may sound selfish, but I didn't think it was fair that he didn't appreciate my gift and I wanted to make sure the laptop went to someone that would actually appreciate it. My boyfriend is, to put it bluntly, pissed. He does not understand why I wouldn't just return it and get him the one he wanted and cannot believe I would do something so selfish when I know how much he needs a new laptop. I feel kind of bad, but at the same time, this wasn't cheap for me and a little appreciation would have been nice. Am I the asshole? At first on this one, the title didn't quite register in my head. I thought it was the boyfriend gifting you the $1,300 laptop and you gifted it to your sister. I was like, holy moly. And I really wasn't sure on the verdict on this one, I got to be honest. Mainly because I think it's really sweet that you've taken the time to see that your boyfriend needed a new laptop and you saved that money to get him a laptop. And you try getting the clues about the laptop. But I think when you're spending such a large amount of money on something like this, you really need to get the full details. 
And you mentioned that he couldn't get his work done on such a slow machine. And I think if I was in that situation and I received a laptop that eight gig of RAM wouldn't work, you know, video editing and stuff like that, I think I would approach it with, look, I really do appreciate that you took the time to get this for me, but I just don't think it's going to work with my work. Maybe could we look into getting one that would be more suitable? I don't think him having to accept the laptop and just move on with his life is going to fix anything because he's probably going to have a laptop that's on the same level as the current one he's got. I think the minimum suggested these days for After Effects is eight gigabytes of RAM. And I'm not saying he does After Effects for anything like that. I don't know what his work is. I use 64 gig and it still runs like crap sometimes. But I'm sure OP would want a laptop that actually works for them and that they can use and they can appreciate. But Obadicta says you're the arsehole. Your boyfriend sounds like he was appreciative of your gift, but he needed a machine that can do what he needs it to. That's the risk of getting a laptop or something similar, cars, etc., without the involvement of the person you're buying it for. The correct action would have been returning the laptop and allowing him to put the money towards a machine that fits his needs. Not to mention, once you gift something, it doesn't belong to you anymore. It was his laptop and you took it to gift to your sister. Cats, Books and Tea says, Soft, you're the arsehole. You seem to be placing more importance on your own need to feel validated in your gift giving rather than wanting to make sure your gift will actually be useful and appreciated. I can understand why you would feel hurt and disappointed that your gift didn't have the intended effect, especially after putting a lot of money into it. But the gift was intended to fill a specific need in your boyfriend's life, and it doesn't meet that need. You shouldn't have to try to make do with an inadequate equipment just because you spent a lot of money on it without doing further research. Since you knew you didn't have a lot of knowledge about what specifically he would need, the better idea may have been a gift card or money to put towards a laptop that he could pick out for himself based on what he knows he needs and will use it for. Giving the laptop to your sister isn't the answer here. Never says, put it another way. Imagine you drive a crappy old car to work. It's falling apart. You often complain to your boyfriend how crappy it is and how it barely gets you to your job. A 30-minute car ride away. Your boyfriend picks up on this and decides to surprise you for Christmas with a brand new bike. Sure, it's nice and very thoughtful, but it's not what you need to get to work. But just give it a chance. No, giving a bike the chance to beat a car isn't realistic. It's just not the right gift. You're the arsehole. You meant well, but your gift was not what he needed. You could have offered to return it and get a gift card to the computer shop so he could put the money towards something more expensive that fits his needs, but instead, you threw a fit and gave it away. Think a little next time before you react. There's often another more reasonable solution. OP responds saying, thanks for explaining it in a way that made it easier for me to understand. I let my emotions get the better of me and I should have been more understanding. I will apologize to him and try to make it up to him. Piper replies that saying, so you'll get him another computer. To which Tita says, no, she got him a really nice Schwinn. <laughs> anyway, now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? What would you do if you was OP? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories, your love, support, and time always means the absolute world to me so thank you so so much for being involved and hopefully i will see you in the next one take care and much love
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.